My name is Sarah Rose, and I believe women should live a rich life. You are listening to the Embodied Woman Podcast, where we ignite new levels of prosperity, pleasure, purpose, and passion so you can live turned on and in your power. It's time to make waves, Rebel. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to The Embodied Woman. I have an embodied woman for you today. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, And it's so funny because literally, like, what, was it yesterday or two days ago, You were the the guest that I have on today was telling me how she just, um, this podcast is the one that she listens to that's one of the top of her list. And I was like, oh, my God, how cool, because now you're on it. Um, I'm so excited to introduce my incredible client, friend, embodied woman, Allison Darling. Um, she's a really powerful boudoir photographer, mother of three, and she is now moving into the role of a leader and mentor for other women. So Allison, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. This is such a like cool experience because yeah, this is one of the the places that I go to when I'm cleaning my house, when I'm like, you know, cooking, whatever. I always turn on this podcast. It's so much fun. So it's so cool to be here. And thank you for just allowing me to be in this space. Um, I'm super excited to have this conversation today. And um, so for those of you who don't know me, again, my name is Allison. I am a luxury boudoir photographer and mentor. I am located in Southern Indiana in the tri-state of Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. Um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart and we have three kiddos. We have a dog. We live on 17 acres and have 40 chickens. So like, there's a lot going on around these parts. Um, (laughs) But uh, what I get to do every single day is just really empower the women that are in front of my camera and now empower other photographers um, to just show up for this life more confidently to really like take up space and claim what they want. And it's just the best job in the world. I tell everybody, I'm just so obsessed with what I get to do. (laughs) It's been such a beautiful journey to see you like own your magic and become the incredible photographer you are and the powerful leader that you are. It's been so beautiful. Um, And we've been in each other's worlds now for three years. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's been about three years. And I mean, it's been such an honor to see you grow into the woman you are today. But why don't you take us back to your previous life <laughs> and what the journey's been like for you? Like, how did you get to become the woman who is living her her dream life and working her dream job? It, it, it's like a lifetime ago. It seriously, and it's only three years ago, which is so crazy. But, um, so flashback three years ago, my husband and I, and, and my two kids at the time had just moved to where we live now, um, based on my husband's job. And at the time I was still a high school math teacher. So, um, in 2020, I was entering my 10th year of teaching and, trying to grow my photography business on the side, I had not even 
been introduced. I mean, I guess I had, but never thought about shooting boudoir. Um, my goal was really focusing on branding photography, working with female entrepreneurs, making them feel really confident on camera and, and show up for their business in a really big way. Um, but at the same time, I was in the classroom and I was so burnt out. Um, I just wasn't feeling appreciated, excited. Like it was just a lot. And I knew in that time, my goal was to work in the classroom one more year and then hopefully go full time in my business at the end of that school year. Um, and so in the summer of 2021, I finally, after lots of help and support, <laughs> walked away from the classroom and really gave my business the space to grow. And um, again, at the time I was not really shooting boudoir. I was only focused on branding photography. Um, and I had just found out that I was pregnant with my third baby. So that was kind of a wild time. Um, but my husband was so supportive. I decided like, if I don't do it now, I may never do it. So I made the jump. And a few months later started shooting boudoir and absolutely fell in love um, and just really went like headfirst into learning all the things, implementing a really incredible client experience. Um, I built a studio within my home. So I actually shoot out of our guest bedroom. We created the entire space based around my vision. And um, in 2022, things really just took off and exploded in a way that I never could have anticipated or prepared for. And, you know, just the growth, the women that have been in my space, I have seen why I love shooting boudoir so much. And it's because, you know, as someone who struggled with her own confidence and loving herself and her body and her body after three kids, like I get to empower the women in front of my camera and help them see themselves again, like really see themselves um, and so now it's kind of come to this full circle moment where I'm also now starting this mentorship process to work with other photographers who are feeling the burnout and the exhaustion and, you know, really want to up their client experience to charge more and like really love their business. So it's really been cool to see that transformation. And now I'm like kind of back in my, in my classroom, right. In my own classroom and, and helping other people, you know, have the success that I've had. Mm. Yeah, it's th there's two different parts that I want to dive deeper into because obviously, like you are an expert at making women feel so damn beautiful in front of the camera, um, and you've also built something that not a lot of people have been able to create, and you've really felt like you guys just think about her story. Like she literally quit her job when she found out she was pregnant and was like, all right, I'm pregnant. I'm going to go all in on my dreams. Like, let's just, let's just fucking do it. Like the amount of courage that and blind faith really that that requires from someone is so beautiful. So I want like to speak to both of those because I think that there's a lot of people who do listen to this podcast who maybe want to take that big leap who want to go all in on something, but the timing's never right. Mm. Um, and then I want to transition more into feeling really fucking confident and beautiful in front of the camera. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So yeah. Tell, tell me about what that was like and like, how did you find the courage? 
it's so, you know, it's so interesting to really think back now. And I know this is something that you say often. And when I tell you these things, you're like, this is why I say bring hindsight into your current moment, because like, I can now see why everything happened the way that it did. Um, when I found out I was pregnant, it was literally the week that I was planning on putting in my resignation from the classroom. And this was not a planned pregnancy. Um, and so my first reaction was how can I quit and go all in on this business and leave this stable job where I was making terrible money by the way, but it was a secure paycheck. I knew what I was making. Um, how can I do that and have this baby come in the world? And so immediately my thought was, I'm just going to stop. Like, I'm just going to give up my dreams. I'll wait, I'll pause. And then I thought on it and I felt like if I did that, that's not the energy I want to be bringing a child into this world with. Yeah. It's not, it's not fair for me to look at this baby and say, like, I put my dreams on pause for you for any longer. Mm. Um, I wanted to be able to know that like worst case scenario, that's what we did. Like worst case scenario, I'm back in the classroom doing exactly mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now. Exactly. You, you were already living it. Right. That was the worst case scenario. And so it's like, if I don't do it now, I know I'm going to regret it. So I did in a sense, kind of bring that hindsight. Like I know, I know in 10 years, I could literally be in the exact same place where I am. I'd be making a little bit more money, but I'd be doing the exact same thing, feeling the exact same way. And always or, wondering what if. And I didn't want to feel that way. I, yeah. I just like knew that that would eat at me. What if, what if, what if? And so I made the decision. My husband and I sat down and we like really dug deep into our finances. <clears throat> he was so supportive and he just said like, let's figure this out. And we did. And I made the jump. And, you know, it's so funny. You said like waiting for the right time. We always have this idea in our minds of like how things are going to play out. Right. Yep. So for me, I thought what's going to happen is I'm going to get so busy in my business and there's going to be so many clients and I just won't have time to teach anymore. And mm -hmm. then it'll, you know, it'll be an easy break. And that didn't happen. That's not the way it was supposed to happen. I had to create that break and give my business the space to grow. Yeah. Also, and I've learned this recently, I needed to step away from being a teacher in order to dive into the world of boudoir. Yeah. So it, you know, it's now I can see here's why everything played out the way that it did. But when you're in the moment, I, I hired at the time I had two coaches. I just, was absolutely terrified. Like, I, I don't know how I did it. I think I just knew, like, if I don't do it now, I never will. Mm -hmm. And so I just jumped. Yeah. <laughs> and things played out better than I ever, ever, ever could have imagined. Yeah, they usually do. <sighs> so you've said, you said some of the things and I'm curious if there's any more like tangible steps that you took. So like you sat with it, you had, you know, your, your support, right. You had your, your husband, you talked about it with him. You figured it out financially of how it was going to work. You hired a coach. Was there any other like tangible things that you did during that time of like taking the leave 
that supported you in actually following through with it? At the time I was like, I was consuming a lot of content, mm-hmm. like listening to the podcasts, listening to the books, um, you know, again, feeling like I was almost searching for qualifications. Yeah. Yep. To like, for someone to just be like, you're qualified, you're good yeah. do this. Um, and I look back on myself from that time and I see like, I was in such a place of feeling like it was happening for everybody else, but not for me. I had heard so many stories of it happening for other people that, you know, I think I just, it was just making that decision, like just (laughs) deciding I'm just going to do this. And it was really hard for me to make that decision. I have, I, I, I've told people this, like, and I don't say this anymore about myself, but I used to say, I'm really bad at making decisions. Not that I'm like a bad decision maker, not like that I'm, you know, choose poorly, but like, if I'm faced with the decision, I hated making it. I wanted somebody else to do it, it for me in general. <laughs> I, yeah. And I just did not trust myself very much. And so in that moment, I just had to make the decision that like, this is what we're doing and we're, and we're doing it like full force. Um, and just claiming what I wanted, that was like just the first step. Yeah. You know, and, and I did it like, so scared, (laughs) so scared. Like if you've been, if you're feeling this way right now, I get it. You're just like, what the hell am I doing? But like, here I go. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just trust and trust and trust and, and things come up and you work through them and you get support and you like, just keep trusting and one foot after the other, because for me, um, you know, I, when I made that decision, I did not have very many clients Mm -hmm. and six months later I had a baby. So I really wasn't booking clients. Like because people knew I had a baby, right? Like I was sharing all the things and I was like posting in my groups and I was like showing up on social media, but like people knew I had a baby. So they knew I wasn't shooting. And I remember thinking like, I got to this point where there were still not clients and I had a three month old baby and mentally, like I was in a really bad headspace. Yeah. And I started looking for jobs yep. and I'm like, Hey, here, here's, here's where we've come. We're back where I was, worst case scenario, I'm just going to have to get a job. And so I was not okay with it, but I was like, this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that time I launched a, I called in my booty calls. I launched a booty call to get some clients in my new studio. And I had 72 women apply to work with me. And that moment right there was when everything changed. Because I gave people the opportunity to work with me. I told them like, we're, we're open. We're ready. Like I had the baby, but I'm here now. Like come and shoot with me. And 72 women applied and I haven't looked back since. And I was this close. And sometimes, oh, I have chills. Um, (laughs) Sometimes we need to be that close to quote unquote failure or giving up. Right 
to mm-hmm. make us realize why we shouldn't and why we can't, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's like, we need it. We need to taste it in order to make us like, no, absolutely not. And like swing the other way. And it, that's just, I, I've had those moments myself and it's, it's just so beautiful because we always get that invitation of like, Oh, well, e- even on, on my, the tattoo on my back, I have a, a, like a devil and angel on each shoulder. And it's like, I got, I got this tattoo when it had a totally different meaning, but still the same concept of like, you always have two options. Mm. Like life is duality. There's always good. There's always bad. There's always right. There's always wrong. There's always left. There's always right. There's always like, you know, the, the darkness and lightness. And you're always presented with the opportunity to go go with both. And sometimes we need to taste the pain in order to choose the pleasure, you know? So yeah, I just thank you for sharing that because I think there's a lot of people who may be even at that place right now where they're like starting to look at jobs and they're like, oh my God, like things are, are not working the way that I thought they would. And like, what if that got to be an exciting thing? Because what if on the other side was that quantum leap? Mm. Yeah. Uh, And it was such a way for me to just build trust in myself too. Yeah. Like just to trust that that decision that I made wasn't the wrong decision Mm -hmm. Um, and everything played out the way it was supposed to. And it's that reminder that like everything you want could be so so close. You just have to keep going and trusting in yourself. Yep. Yeah. It could be one step away, one, one day away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Oh, and also like, I want to go back to real quick, the, like the feeling right before you jump or even the feeling like right after you've jumped. I don't mm-hmm. know if you experienced this, but I have a video saved in my phone and I will never delete it. I recorded myself probably a week. It was like a week after I put in my two weeks and I was just bawling my eyes out. I was like, I have quitters remorse and now it's too late. Like, Oh fuck. Like, what did I just do? And like all this fear and all this guilt and all this shame just like hit me like a wave. Mm -hmm. And still in that moment, I had to like, again, choose between, am I going to like, face the sphere and just keep moving forward and trusting where I'm going, or am I going to go back mm. to the worst case scenario? And, I took yeah. a video of myself as well. When I quit, yeah. I set my phone up and, um, you can like, see, you can just see the emotion. Like you can feel the emotions as you're watching it. It takes me right back to that day. Yeah. And I, I, I hit the send button and I just remember like, the emotions. It was the exact same thing. Like, holy, holy cow, I just did this. And for the next, you know, year, I would say those feelings came and went, right? Like it definitely comes back in waves. And again, at the time I had a family. So, you know, I'm sitting here, like when those waves would come up, that, that emotion would come up, like the shame, the I'm, I'm a bad mom. I'm selfish for choosing this for me and not sacrificing for my family. That was a big one that I had to work through. Um, but I also then like, you know, on the opposite side of that, I had to remind myself, like, I would not want my children to feel how I felt 
in that position. I would absolutely want my children to chase their dreams. And so I just kept reminding myself of that when those feelings would come up. And honestly, I haven't really felt, you know, any sort of like guilt or shame that, that it just kind of disappears at some point. Um, but it, it is, it's that wave of emotions that comes and goes and you have to work through it. And, you know, the more time goes on, it definitely gets easier to work through. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the muscle of managing those emotions gets built and you're just like, oh, okay, this is fine. I got this. <laughs> so good. Okay. There you so, are again. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like the times that they come up to never, like they don't usually make sense. Like sometimes like, you know, when I was first starting my business and I had no clients and I had to get two part-time jobs just to like pay my, my rent and my phone bill and gas, you know, all that. Um, like that was, you know, a a logical time to have those emotions, but the months of like, you know, having those crazy months that were basically my annual salary at my old job, it made no logical sense to feel that. And yet it was still, it still existed. Like it was Mm -hmm. still there. And I always like to make sure I tell people that because, like our brains are just wired to keep us safe. And they're so conditioned to believe that safety is in the like secure job. Mm. But you, you start to become your own job security at some point and, and know that like, no matter what I do, I will be successful in it. But like, it's a lot of unlearning. (laughs) Oh yeah. Safety was a big thing for me that I, you know, I learned in that time was like, I wanted the safe job because it was, it was that security blanket. It was that safety. It was what I had always known. Um, and doing this other thing, like was really against the grain and out of the box. And it, that's why it didn't feel safe, but you're exactly right. It's like building that muscle where now what I'm doing in my boudoir business feels really safe. And now I'm pushing myself back to my edge again with mentorship. And so you're, you do become your own sense of safety and you build that trust with yourself. And so I love that you put it that way because that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's been so cool to just literally watch that all unfold for you. Mm. I love it. Okay. Let's, let's transition a little bit into more of the feeling beautiful and feeling confident in front of the camera. Mm. Um, Oh my gosh. Okay. Before, before I give you the mic here, I just want to say like, you guys, Allison is such a talented photographer and she is building something so much bigger than, you know, taking pictures. Like you have such a special gift of making someone feel like their best self. And not a lot of people are capable of doing that. So I just want to like praise you first of all, because like seeing the the faces of your clients light up, it's so beautiful because I know how vulnerable it can be as a woman who has done boudoir photo shoots, um, like in front of the camera, it is really vulnerable and you have just done such an incredible job at like making these women feel 
so powerful in front of the camera. So talk to me about that. And like, what is it like for you as the photographer? What is it like for your clients? Like, what is that experience? It, there was a lot of learning and unlearning and I'm still doing a lot of learning and unlearning along the way. But, um, I will say, like, I, I tell people all the time that, outside of the photos. Like I obviously love the artistry behind my photos. I love capturing women and, and showing them themselves through my lens, because every day we look in the mirror, we see ourselves from the same angle. We have been conditioned to look at ourselves in the mirror and point out what we don't like, or try to fix the things we don't like. Our bodies change so much. And I have felt that myself And I'm not going to say that I don't have body issues because I still am working through, you know, that and what my body looks like at 34 versus what it looked like at 22 when I was a college athlete, you know? Um, But the, I love what I get to create as far as like the art goes, but even deeper than that, the reason that I love what I do is because I get to see women experience a whole day to themselves where they get pampered from head to toe. They don't have to worry about a soul. They get to go have a hot lunch by themselves with peace and quiet. They get to come back and they get to see these photos of themselves and they get to feel really incredible. And for a lot of women, they maybe have never felt that way. And it's, it's such a cool transformation. Um, to see these women really step into their power and say like, yes, this thing is really intimidating and scary, but like, I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm tired of feeling the way that I feel about myself. And for me at the beginning of this journey, it was super intimidating because I'm like, I'm going to expect women to come into my space and like take their clothes off and take photos of them. And I don't want to like touch them where they're uncomfortable. And like, how do I make, you know, how do I make them feel really comfortable? And so I forced myself to get in front of the camera and, and really, you know, think how would I want to be treated? Um, you know, I do, I am like very proud of the space that I have created because people tell me women who come here, tell me like, I felt really safe with you. I feel really safe here. Um, I've shown up online in a way that I think makes people trust me and get to know me before they even step into my space, which is a big, big part of, I think, why people feel that way. Um, But yeah, it's just, there's so much, there's so much to learn. And, and, and the cool thing about what I get to do is the women who come into my space have so many different unique stories and things that they're going through and things that they've gone through and to connect with them in that way. And like really let them feel seen is it's, it just, it's why I do what I do. It's why I have just gone in a hundred percent and why I don't shoot anything else anymore because nothing else fulfills me the way that this truly like fills my cup in a way that I can show up for them in this beautiful way. Mm, That's so powerful. I could talk all day about this. Like cut me off. (laughs) No, please continue. It's like, I just, I get it because I, I will never forget my first boudoir shoot experience. And 
And I'm curious what your, like, if you have any tangible ways that someone listening to this, if they're like, I want to get in front of the camera and I want to feel that beautiful. And I want to feel that powerful. Like, do you have any tips for them on how they can start to feel that way? Yeah, I do. Um, I, there's a lot of, of women who come to me and say like, a boudoir photo shoot is at the finish line for me in whatever sense that means. So maybe they want to lose weight first. Maybe they want to have like, they've lost weight, but they want to get the skin removal surgery. Um, maybe they want to, you know, they want, they have these things that they want to do. And then when I get to this point, then I'll be confident enough to book the photo shoot. Right. I hear that a lot. And I think that's a very common like misconception is that the confidence comes, you you can build the confidence and then you'll do the photo shoot, which totally can happen. But the photo shoot is what helps that confidence grow. And I'm, I always encourage women like do the photo shoot as you are today, because as you are today is still beautiful. You don't have to get to this point to be beautiful enough for a boudoir shoot. Um, if you get to that point, do another one, you know, but like do it today in, in your body, the way that you are so that you feel beautiful. But I do have some tangible tricks. If you're like, okay, maybe, but like, maybe I'm not quite ready yet because I was very disconnected from my body for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I almost feel like I viewed my body as like a machine in a sense. I was a college athlete. I always viewed myself as two. I was always the tall, skinny girl. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is really good. <laughs> and some people I'm sure are listening. are like, Oh, wow. That's really tough. Right? Like the tall, skinny girl. But as an athlete who could not put on a bit of muscle, it, it became like my job yep. to eat enough calories, to get in the weight room, to make my body good enough to perform at this, this level that I wanted to perform at. Yeah. And so I was very disconnected from my body and I'm working on this still. Um, but getting in front of the camera myself, I saw how powerful it was. And so I would set up my tripod and my camera to take photos, not only to like build my own self-confidence, but to be able to explain poses to my clients, to find the right angles, to like, you know, go in and just play so that I had a better way of serving them. And so I have started creating and, and I've gotten such amazing feedback from these, but I have created tutorials on how to take photos like this with your phone. at home in the privacy of your own bedroom or your own living room. Um, and for me, you know, it's, it's like just getting more comfortable in your body. Um, I tell people to buy like a $20 tripod on Amazon, set it up, put your phone in video mode Mm -hmm. and just record and like, try some of these poses, try like what angles do you like of yourself? What parts of your body do you like? Like I have fallen back in love with parts of my body that I didn't realize that I liked so much because of photos of myself. It's such a tangible like way of seeing yourself. And so I have some spicy selfie tutorials on my Instagram and my TikTok and all the things. And I have had women 
across the world who, you know, say, I would love to work with you, but right now it's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Reach out and say, I've tried these spicy selfies and I cannot believe how incredible I feel. And it just begins this like cycle of, oh, well, if I like my body from this angle, let's try something else. Let's try it here. And you're, you're feeling yourself move and you're like really connecting back to your body and getting out of your head. And it's so stinking powerful. So I always tell people like, you know, I hear a lot. I want to book a session with you, but I'm not confident enough yet. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. And if you want to start growing your confidence, get in front of the camera in this way, you don't even have to send them to anybody, yeah. like save them to a folder to go back and look at later or delete them. But like, take the photos, look at yourself, watch the video back and screenshot your favorite poses. Yeah. Be like, wow, I think you'll be surprised. Yeah. I love that tip so much. And I also like, I hadn't even realized this, but you are so fucking right. Like people always, boudoir is the finish line. They're like One day I'll mm-hmm. do that. Once I'm here, then I'll do that. Yep. And I'm, I'm actually like realizing where I've been doing that a lot with my pregnant body. Like, obviously like I love, I love, love, love my pregnant body. It's, I'm so grateful. I think, I, I think I look beautiful. I feel like my you best do. Self. Thank you. Glowing. I think, I think every woman does all yeah. the time. And like when, when you're pregnant, it's like this, this new level of just gratitude for your body, even with the aches and pains and, you know, yeah. all of that. Um, but I do have this new level of appreciation for my body. And I have continuously said, like, I feel beautiful, but I don't feel sexy. Mm. And that's been, and I'm sure a lot of other women can relate to that when they're pregnant, right? Like, (laughs) I'm sure that's a common thing, Mm. but like, why do I have to wait to perceive myself as sexy again until after I'm pregnant. Like, why can't I go do some spicy selfies now while I am pregnant? You know what I mean? (laughs) So you're speaking to someone who did a boudoir shoot when I was pregnant with my third did. That's I felt horrible in my body. I was so over being pregnant. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved, like, I always loved being pregnant. Um, but this round, the varicose veins were bad the, uh, I got asthma oh, man. really bad. And I just like, couldn't breathe. And I just like, didn't feel good. I did not feel sexy. I did not like, I was just like, it was the first time that I thought I'm just over it. And mm-hmm. I think two or three weeks before I delivered, I had a boudoir session scheduled and I almost canceled it so many times. Like literally the morning of, I almost text hair and makeup and I was like, I'll pay you, but I'm not coming, you know? And I did it anyway. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did because I can look back at those photos and like, I I am sexy in those photos and I can feel it. And I'm so glad I did it. And I'm so grateful that I like have those raw and like super intimate memories with my body. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's hard when you're feeling not great and not beautiful. And it's just that decision. Like I just had to decide, okay, I'm doing this period. Yeah. I'm doing it. And, and that's the way it is. Yeah. So so much power in that decision. It is. And even, even if you're not pregnant, like 
again, just booking the shoot and like seeing yourself from what you said, from the lens of someone else, you know, like it, like you, you just see yourself as like so hot and beautiful and stunning. And you're just like, holy shit. Is that me? Like I hear that all the time. I can't believe this is me. Oh my gosh. Like, and it's, it's, it's the best because I don't do heavy editing on my photos. Like, you know, I, I give them an edit, but I'm, I'm not changing body shapes. And like the women in front of my camera, that's them. I'm like, no, this is you. They get to see their photos the same day. I'm like, there's no way I could like Photoshop all of this yeah. while you're at lunch and then come back. Like, this is you, you just don't look at yourself this way. Yeah. And it's so easy to like come up with this narrative and these stories in our, our head about our bodies. And it's really cool that I get to like shatter that completely. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet that's fucking cool. Oh my gosh. So ladies, um, we, we have a couple invitations for you. One, go book your boudoir photo shoot. <laughs> like go feel so beautiful. And also like, if there's a dream on your heart, take the fucking leap. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, Allison, you are so amazing. You're such an incredible woman. I'm so grateful that we've had our time together over the past three years and more in depth the past year. Um, I would love, I would love for us to transition a little bit and for you to just share what your experience has been like being in the embodied mastermind, working with me and um, yeah, just like how it has impacted you. So like Sarah mentioned earlier, I mean, we've, I started following you when you were on clubhouse back in 2020, 2021. And, um, I just like knew that I was going to work with you in some capacity, but like, I was not at a place where I was ready to, you know, really financially like dive into this work. Um, and so I've like learned from you and soaked up everything and listened to everything that you do, all your master classes, all your podcasts, like I just did all of it. And then um I worked with you in, in a smaller container. So we did the the standout creatrix, which was I was I was basically where you are. I was that pregnant with my third yep. <laughs> when that when that container ended. And that was such a powerful, like just reminder of the impact of my brand. Um but like, I knew I wanted to work with you even deeper. And so when the embodied mastermind opened up, I've told, like, I know the kind of people that are in Sarah's world. Like I know the kind of women who are listening to this podcast, who are following you on socials. And I knew that I wanted to surround myself with those kind of people and be led by someone like Sarah, who I know is like, you just go all in for your clients. And you like, even though I never worked with you in a high ticket container, I always felt so supported and loved by you. Um, and so when this mastermind rolled around, I had developed after making the leap and like doing the things I had developed such a trust in myself that I knew like, it wasn't that I ever thought that like, okay, Sarah's can get me better results now. No, it was that I trusted myself more and yeah. I knew what I wanted. And I really thrive off of support. Um, before the mastermind, we were working together via Voxer coaching, which was like just perfect for me in that season, because again, three kids and my kids were sick a lot. Like it was a wild time, but just having you like in my back pocket for 
quick questions, quick wins, quick mindset shifts that were happening or, you know, things like that was just like, so incredible for me. Um, and the mastermind, like I knew being in a container with other women who had similar goals to me. I think I said this on the first call, like a year ago, I would not have felt like I, I fit into a mastermind. Like I wouldn't have felt like I was high level enough to, um, but I had developed such a deep trust in myself that I knew like, this is for me. And so many incredible shifts happened during this time. I really got a lot of clarity and confidence. And I will say too, the retreat was a game changer for me Um, because something that I've always struggled with is feeling like her, right? Like being her, be her now was something I wrote on my mirror. And I just felt like I could never tap into it. Mm -hmm. And in Miami, I was her and I felt her and it finally felt like, and you said to me, you are embodied. You like, I can tell. And I felt it. And there was another shift that happened there with one of the women basically where like, I didn't realize people like hearing from me. People like what I have to say. And it gave me the confidence moving forward that now I can help other people in business, other photographers who want to grow. It really helped me find my voice. So Miami was such a powerful, like shift in my entire world. (laughs) But then to come back and have the support of the mastermind for like six more weeks where I could really be like, okay, hold on. Now I know what I want. Let's like figure this out was, I mean, everything has changed since this. (laughs) That makes me so happy. And, and, you know, what was coming up for me when you were speaking about the retreat was like, you had become her and you were being seen and witnessed by other people. Mm Mm-hmm as her. And I feel like that was the extra like push you needed to like continue to be seen as her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Cause when other women who, again, like I said, I knew the kind of women that were going to be at the retreat. Cause I know who's in your space when those are the women who are like seeing you and, and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. Um, okay. It hits it hits here like so different and it's internalized in such an incredible way that I just walked away from Miami being like, wow, this was such a transformation for me. And I know it was such a transformation for all of the women there as well that like, I'm ready for the next one. Like, let's go. <laughs> all right. I know it's coming. It's coming soon. You don't need to like have a little baby first. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I'm like, okay, let's pop this baby out and, you know, be a mom for a little bit, figure that out. And then next one's coming up. <laughs> oh, Allison, thank you. Thank you for those words. Thank you for just being who you are and, and sharing everything today. And that beautiful testimonial. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's just, I will it's sing been... your praises forever, Sarah, <laughs> forever and ever and ever, because you pour into your clients like no other, you know, person out there. And it's, I, I always feel so supported with you. And even right now, like you're about to have a baby and I still feel so supported by you. And so I will sing your praises forever and ever. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and likewise, you know, like I, I get to 
I'm in such a unique position as the mentor because I get to see like your true love and passion and adversity and challenges and your ability to rise above them because of your, you know, commitment to your mission. Like it's so, it's so cool to be the mentor and, and see all the behind the scenes of what you're creating and who you're becoming and how you are impacting the world. So um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. And I'm so proud of you and I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so fucking excited for what's next. We just had our last one-on-one. Was it on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some, some big things are in the work. So I know everyone's going to want to follow you after listening to this. So where can they hang out with you? How can they connect with you? How can they book a shoot, shoot with you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram a whole bunch, um, allison.darling.photography. And that's where you can find all of my fun little spicy selfie tutorials. Um, also, all the information that is on my website. So you can totally like check that out if you're interested in booking a shoot or just like learning more um, about what it is that I do and, and you know, what a shoot could look like for you as well. And um, if you're a photographer who's looking for some support, like I would love to chat with you as well because there's so many things that I have worked through myself and I really feel like my business is growing in such a sustainable way. And I'm just so excited to be able to help other people as well. Um, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook, I'm on all the things, but if you head to my Instagram, that'll be like home base for me. So <laughs> amazing. So good. Yeah. You guys like, she, I mean, people travel to Allison for these photo shoots, like mm -hmm. quite often. So do not hesitate. Like book the flight. Like she doesn't just give you photos. Like she literally gives you this entire elevated luxury experience. It is so worth it. So yeah, connect with her on that. And then for those of you who are either a photographer or maybe you're looking to become a photographer or, you know, someone who is like connect them with Allison because she's literally taken her business from zero to scaling like we literally had a conversation about like what would it look like to scale to seven figures like yeah. this, like she's doing big shit um yeah like learn from her because she's created something that not a lot of photographers have created mm -hmm. and it's really beautiful it's really big and um you can learn a lot from her so Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for this space. This was such a good conversation. It really was. I just had a little mini heart attack because I, for, for a second, I didn't see the recording thing. And I was like, <laughs> but it's <laughs> <we're> recording. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> um, amazing. Thank you so much, Allison, for being here. Thank you all for listening. Um, connect with Allison. All of her links will be in the show notes. And um, I love you guys. Mm -hmm.